Hey y'all, what it be like? Here I go, one more again, running my game, singing my song, pulling y'all coat, what's going on? And I'm gonna keep it 100. You know what I think? I think that the prison system is fucked up. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Not the prison system, but the justice system. That's what I think. You say, why? All right, all right. Check this out. A 45-year-old dude you know, whether he white, black, Latino, Indian, or whatever. But they're usually white. This 45-year-old dude is accused, arrested, tried, and convicted of sexually molesting a five- or six-year-old girl or boy. And uh, that child is usually a member of his own family as well and this child molesting pervert will be sentenced to anywhere from two to ten years maximum if he plead guilty and he'll get parole with the stipulations that he can't live in a house with children under 17 years old and can't reside within a thousand feet of a school. But then on the other hand, you take a fella, he might be 22 years old and 19 or 18, black, white, Latino, Indian, and he a gangbanger. And he do a drive-by and shoots and kills another gangbanger. And then subsequently, he get arrested, tried, convicted of murder. And uh, he gets sentenced to death for, they give him a chance to plead guilty to life without parole. The child molesting pervert received a sentence of, 10 years or even less than that if he plead guilty uh, for either sodomizing a child or orally raping the child or forcing the child to suck his dick less than 10 years and then he get parole. The gangbanger, either death or life with no parole. My point of view is that the pervert should be sentenced to either death or life without the possibility of parole. I mean, what more dastardly crime can a grown man or woman commit than to sexually molest the baby? There's no worse offense against man, against nature, against God Almighty. There should not be any forgiveness. There was a time, though, 
And I remember it well when the child molester was getting goddamn tea not to live to finish a prison sentence. And whatever short time that he may have uh, survived in prison, you can bet your bottom dollar that for him, that time was pure D hell. Yes, sir. But now, today, the child molesters, the child molester numbers are equal to the drug addict numbers. Probably 50% of the entire prison population is sex-related offenses. And 35% of that 50% is sexual assaults on babies. And hardly any of them would do more than four or five years before being paroled. And very rarely will any of them get whooped. And none of them will get, get their ass struck out. The child molester will be paroled and he'll do it again and again until he gets caught again. He can't stop. The first time that he got caught wasn't the first time that he did it. Molesting the baby ain't like trying a cigarette and then saying, nah, that ain't cool. I ain't smoking no squares. Molesting children is, is more addictive than alcohol or heroin or crack or oxycodone or, or any other addiction. Being a child molester is uh, synonymous to being a homosexual. It can't be helped. That's what they are, and it can't be stopped. That's what I believe. The gangbanger, you know, the dude who do the drive-by, and, and then he rub another gangbanger. Yeah, sure. He could do it again. There are people who are, they natural killers. There are even families of killers. The Bushes, for instance, that family has probably been the cause of more deaths than any family in the history of the world. But there are, there are certainly more child molesters than there are killers, inside and outside of the jailhouse, but the application of the punishment is twisted. I mean, that's all that I'm saying. I mean, square bed. If you had the choice of living next door to a man who had committed a murder or a man who had raped a baby, and those were your only options, which would you choose? Yeah, see that? There it is. Uh, I can voice my views and opinions concerning different facets of life. Life in the world as a whole, as well as life in the joint. I knew that just because, I mean, I know just because I look at things in a certain way, that don't make that, that don't mean, or that don't make me right. 
what it means is that I call them like I see them. And what I just ran down to y'all is the way that I see that particular situation from where I'm sitting at right now. While I'm focusing attention on the American judicial system. Let me uh Let me tell y'all about, uh, let me put it this way. This is a little ditty that I wrote down. I named it Kill Em All. Kill Em All, Goddamn All. They murdered Tukey Williams and did very little about the baby raping priests. It's this kind of shit. It's not understandable to me. Hitler, Saddam, and Idi Amin, not old with tyrants and killers supreme. But the baby rapers suffer very little, at least to me. That's how it seems. There's even a death penalty for the drug lords and heroin kings. But to the baby rapers in America, they hardly do anything. Maybe a few years in the joint and then parole with house arrest. And after a month or two, they right back doing that same goddamn mess. Licking on the little girls and sucking on the little boys. Those freaks can't help it. For them, babies are their sexual joy. Hey, but don't get me wrong thinking that I'm complaining and crying because the justice hit me with a boatload of time. Hell no, that ain't it at all. I'm just calling it like I said, and baby rapers should be punished for their crimes. I mean, with a very heavy stake. If a man kills another somebody, and that killer is condemned to die. But the baby raper gets only five years. I'd just like to know why. Is the judge just a kindred soul who knows how tempting a child can be? And among the jurors, there must be those who have tasted those treats. Or could I be wrong in my opinion that the justice system is fair and just and the punishment should not be harsh for those who get their pleasures from a baby's butt? I wrote that little ditty. I don't know when I wrote it, but I wrote it, and that's how I feel. And now they got this dude up there, uh, This punk motherfucker that they just uh, found guilty. And then they're going to wait goddamn near half a year before they sentence him. That a bitch. They're going to sentence the man last month. I mean, they found him guilty last month, September. And they're going to wait until May. 
October, November, December, January, February, March, April. They're going to wait eight motherfucking months before they send them. I was in feds. Shit, they didn't do that to me. I got found guilty bank robbery. Now, I wasn't fucking with no underage uh, bitches or whatever them hoes was. I mean, it ain't that I'm uh, showing a whole lot of empathy toward them bitches because they was just with him because he was a rapper and he was uh, had a big name and he had a big money. That's why they was there. They could have left and went home or wherever the fuck they came from, but they stayed. But that ain't taking no weight off his punk ass. What is uh, our motherfucking Kelly? And uh, But he going to go to join. If he went to the state pen, he'd really be in the car. He gonna, he's still going to get in the car in the feds. Somebody going to snatch him. It's according to where he go. If they send him out west, which they probably ain't, because he got money, he got lawyers, he got publicity. But if they send him out west, well, Bloods and Crips would get hold to him. One of them, one of them groups would get hold to him, and they probably would keep him for a while and take some of his money and then sell him and let somebody share the joy. But he probably gonna stay right here on the East Coast, and he probably gonna go to a level four or five joint. And uh, at first, they might send him to Otisville or some shit. Uh, they might send him to West Virginia. Uh, but he he probably going to stick around the East Coast. And uh, I guess they got mobs everywhere. So somebody going to grab hold to him. If they don't grab hold to him, White boys gonna move on him, and somebody, some of the mobs. What they might do is they might sick the white boys on him, and then they come to the rescue. And to showing well, you know, you ain't gonna survive without us. They might do that. I know that's what they did to John Gotti. Gotti, they did that to Gotti. They sick the brother on him, the ABs. They sick the brother on Gotti, had the brother beat Gotti's ass, then they came to the rescue and told Gotti, hey man, like dig Jack, uh, we keep these niggas up off your ass. And Gotti had to go for it because like, you know, he had got old, he didn't have his mob, he didn't have his killers. And uh, he was at Marion. And then he got sick. They sent his ass to Springfield. That's where they fucked him up at. They got him in Marion, too. Only they couldn't, you know, Marion was locked down because of what Silverstein and uh, his road dog had dead up there. And they had them motherfuckers on lockdown for, <laughs> shit, 20 years. They had to, though, because 
John, they came in there and they whooped them brothers. God damn, they whooped everybody in the joint that night. They whooped everybody. Them, uh, federal correctional officers. One at a time, they whooped them brothers' asses, white boys' asses, Mexicans' asses. They whooped them all. They had to keep them locked down. But back then, it wasn't a whole lot of sexual perverts uh, dominating the prison population. Now it is. Both federal and state, although it's more in the state. And I really did not get hip until I paroled from the federal system. And Ohio came and got me and brought me here. Man, in the first joint they sent me to was a joint called Hocking. And that's specifically what Hocking was for. For sexual perverts, mostly pedophiles. And they was... And I, I put them all on blast. It got me in trouble. <laughs> it got me. It got me thrown in the hole for putting the child molesters on blast. Because I, I got their cases off of the computer and showed it around. Showed them. Hey, this what this motherfucker did. And the police got on my ass. <laughs> The police dogged the shit out of me for doing that. <laughs> and they transferred me from joint to joint, and every, every joint I went to, it was like that. It was like that. Only, only uh, in Hocking, it was mostly older guys. I don't think nobody was supposed to be at Hocking if they was under 50. Or some shit like that. But they had a few people there, like 47, 48. And, uh, but it was mostly guys 50 and older. I mean, when I got there, I was, uh, I was like 62 or 3. And, uh, maybe I was 61. When I got there, and maybe 65, and I was one of the youngest. I was among the youngsters at this joint. I mean, and they, they had a priest there. He died. That cocksucker died. He had been in jail so long. A Catholic priest, he was there. One of them motherfuckers that was fucking them little boys in the Catholic church. Sucking they dick, <laughs> one of them, he died. And that they had a whole bunch of motherfuckers in there for fucking their kids and their nephews and nieces and shit like that. And their grandkids. They had a lot of them in there, but they protected them. And they sent me there. And uh, when I found out, I didn't know it when I got there. And when I got there, when I found that out, man. I set them out. I put them right on blast, goddamn me. 
And uh, the police got me. They they wasn't jiving. <laughs> uh, so they sent me the other joints. They said, I think I went to three more joints after that. And everywhere I went. It was like that. I didn't notice. Now, I, I, well, I did 21 years in Illinois. And uh, it wasn't like that there. But then I was in a joint. I was in Pontiac. <laughs> and what no, it might have been, uh, it might have been uh, 2,500 people. At Pontiac, and it might have, and maybe a hundred of them might have been uh, white, but and the ones that was white, they was part of a gang. They was Latin folks. They was uh, Latin disciples or Latin kings or some shit like that. If they was white, and the other white people were there, they was in PC. wasn't no white people hardly in the population in Pontiac. And uh, there was some brothers there for rape. There was some brothers there for rape, but they was they they were gang bangers, and and they had probably big juice in the gang. But wasn't no youngsters there for rape. I don't believe. And uh, not saying that in Illinois they don't do that, but at that time they weren't going for it. Not there. And then I. Parole from there after 21 years, and I went out to the feds. Well, the feds cared a little different. I'm going to tell y'all about that, too. And then I paroled from them. Ohio came and got me all the way from a case from 1977. They came and got me in 2011. They came and got me. And they kept me for almost nine years. And uh, that's when I found out about the pedophiles, the abundance of the pedophiles and the protection that, that they are given. I mean, they got laws protecting them some bitches, you know? And right here in Ohio, they do. But Ohio is a fucked up state. I was born here. I was born here, right there in Youngstown. Went to school here, not high school. I went to high school in shot. But uh, they call that shot rack. Nah, they didn't call it shot rack when I was there. But uh, Ohio is fucked up. And, uh, and I am... I'm not speaking about the white folk. White folk fucked up anyway. I'm speaking about the black, the brothers and the sisters. They fucked up here. <laughs> That's all I got to say is Ohio is fucked up. The people here, the people here, they are fucked up, man. I met some good brothers from Ohio. I met some real good brothers. But... Not since I've been out of jail. The most fucked up is the motherfuckers in my own 
uh, my own relatives, I ain't gonna call them family. I told y'all about family. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all about family. Next time I holler, that's what we're gonna talk about. The difference between family and relatives. And there is a big difference. Well, my computer broke down. I don't know how, how to fix it. I can't afford to buy another one, so I'm talking here on my telephone. And I don't even know if this is working, but it says it's working. Anyway, I want to talk about that that fat, pale face, no lip <laughs> bitch that I saw on TV today trying to testify. And everybody asking dumbass questions about that hoe up there in uh, Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, you can look at that hoe and tell that... Uh, she part of the Aryan nation. She she might be the Ku Klux Klan. I don't know if they got Ku Klux Klan up there in Minnesota, but they got Aryans up there, and uh, she close. She up there close to uh, all them states up there in the cold weather. That's where them goddamn people live at anyway. That's what they is. They cave people. And... Uh, I don't know what the discussion is about. You know, goddamn well, you can't mistake uh, a pistol from a, a taser. You can't do it. It's impossible. And uh, the the weight, uh, the what you got to do to pull the trigger on the taser, you man. And this whole, and all these news people, they do the same goddamn thing. Well, she did it by accident. She ain't do that shit by accident. And then the whole gonna do, try to cry shit. The whole can't even cry. I mean, she's so cold-blooded. What's her name? Potter? That's a fat-ass, hunking name, Potter? <laughs> shit. Man, I don't know. And uh, them goddamn uh, them goddamn state's attorneys, they ain't shit. The bitch state's attorney, she ain't bad, but that main guy, he, I don't know what the hell wrong with him. And uh, he called goddamn witnesses, and and the witnesses he called is te testifying in defense of that ugly asshole. <laughs> And uh, he had the opportunity to flip the script on them some bitches, and he won't even do that. But uh, it, it's just a lot of funny ass shit going. I I looking at CNN and seeing uh, MSNBC. I look at them motherfuckers too, and they just. 
I mean, they, they can't let the day go by without bringing up Trump pussies. Trump this and Trump that. Trump said this and Trump said that and Trump did this and Trump, 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 Trump. Trump gonna, Trump, he gonna do this and Trump gonna do that and Trump gonna, why don't they just ignore that cocksucker? I don't know, man. But, I, well, I know. I mean, all of them white. And, uh, uh, them brown skin, some bitches that they get on there, I'm not gonna call them black. They brown skin. And bitches and dudes. And Al Sharpton is the main one. Uh, and they just, uh, well, you know, Al Sharpton ain't about nothing but money anyway. And and he didn't he didn't made his lick nine. Al Sharpton he must be worth eight, nine, ten, maybe eleven or twelve million dollars by now. But uh and uh he just sit up there and, and he agree with every goddamn thing they say. And he right along with them. And it's either Trump or it's the virus. And it's a new virus and it's a different treatment. And at first you only needed one shot, then you need two shots. Now they're saying even if you had two shots, you better get another one. <laughs> Man, shit. But anyway, I'm, I'm just, I'm just fucked up. You know, I mean, it surprised me when uh, they convicted them some bitches down there in Georgia. Now, that, that really surprised me. It didn't surprise me when that hunky got off in Kenosha. That didn't surprise me a bit. Now, Chauvin punk ass, he couldn't get, he couldn't get off. They couldn't let him off, you know, because he let the whole world see what these hunkies in the United States is all about. The law and everything. The whole world saw that. And so they had to get him. They couldn't let him go. Uh, but they let that, that son of a bitch up there in Kenosha, they let him go. He ain't had no motherfucking business crossing the state line with a, a goddamn rifle. And the goddamn rifle wasn't even his. You understand what I'm saying? And then he messed around, killed two motherfuckers, and tried to kill another one. Not guilty. Uh, he said self-defense. Now, what, what brothers should start doing, they should start doing, like that motherfucker that did, like this ugly-ass bitch tried to do today. She couldn't even cry. She tried to cry <laughs> with a no-lip pale face, powder face ass, fat bitch. And and then I didn't think she had a husband. They said she had a husband. And then, and I don't know why them people didn't have to say, well, because they brought it up where well, you moved and you sold your house and all that little old shit and you moved out of state. And they said, well, you still getting your, uh, your pension, right? Your, your pension from being a cop for 26 years, you still getting that. And then, as you say, and then uh, you quit. You quit a couple of days after you killed that boy. And because you couldn't wait to get fired, if you got fired, then your pension would have got uh, fucked up. But 
you quit before they could fire you, now you're getting your pension. You and your husband, I don't know what, what I want to do her husband kiss her ass. She ain't got no motherfucking lips. <laughs> that bitch ain't got no lips. <laughs> and she's an ugly motherfucker too. Uh, matter of fact, she favorite. She got eyes like Trump. <laughs> she she might be some kid in the Trump punk ass. I don't know. But anyway, what I'm saying, man, is is uh, America. America is a motherfucker. And I don't know if I'm the only one that see this shit. I know I ain't the only one to see this shit. And, uh, but ain't nobody never wanted to hear what I had to say about America's punk ass. You know, they ain't never wanted to hear that. And I guess the reason why is because uh, it's like what Malcolm said. You know, you, you've been hey, hoodwinked, bamboozled. <laughs> <laughs> You've been made goddamn fools, and and you want to say, I'm talking about you brown skin, you brown skin cocksuckers. That's who I'm talking about, and you motherfuckers that run around talking about uh, what's happening to the blacks and the browns. Fuck the browns. You understand? Them some bitches came over here on their own. I know who you're talking about. You're talking about the Asians and the Puerto Ricans and the Mexicans and the Colombians and the Chinese and the Filipino. You're talking about them. Well, they didn't come over here uh, in no chains. No, they didn't. They didn't come over here in the hull of some goddamn ships. They uh, ancestors didn't come over here with that shit. They snuck over here, or they paid to get here, or begged to get here, and they still come. Because they think this is the greatest motherfucking place on earth. And for them, it is. See, because they ain't never been slaves. They ain't never been considered not to be human. You see? They don't get killed just for being who they is. That don't happen to them. That don't happen to nobody but us, the ones that all y'all be calling blacks. The blacks. Yeah, we the ones that get killed just for being who we are. And all you white motherfuckers, uh, Y'all get away, y'all, you got to, you just kill them. Just kill them, say, I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. You know how them blacks is. You know how them blacks is. Well, how is we? See, that, that's the story right there. How is we, blacks? You see? That boy up there, now, that woman shot him. <laughs> And it was a goddamn Uncle Tom-ass motherfucker trying to be the police. He the one stopped the car. He wanted to stop the car because the boy had uh, 
air freshener hanging from the rearview mirror in his car. And it's Uncle Tom trying to be the police. He wanted to stop him. Now, the white bitch, she said she wouldn't have stopped him. But this boy wanted to stop him. Since she was trained, she said, okay, this is good, good experience. And so she stopped him. If he hadn't stopped that boy for that bullshit, that boy would still be alive now. And then, because they killed him, then they bring up, well, he did this and he did that. And he, what the fuck has that got to do with anything? Other than the fact that you saying, well, he deserved to be dead. Because look what he did back then. Look what he did back then. And then, and he had the sister in the car with him. And uh, because he had uh, no contact thing on him from the court, they're going to investigate her, too, <laughs> just because she in the car with him. And all of them lying. And then the police chief, I didn't know this till I heard this motherfucker saying it on the TV today. He had to quit because he wouldn't fire the bitch. He said he watched the film, the, uh, the camera, the video, and he didn't see nothing wrong with what she did. It was okay with him. And the people say, well, you got to fire this hoe. He said, shit, I ain't going to fire. They say, well, you fired that motherfucker. But they didn't fire him. He, he, they gave him a choice. He quit so he could get his retirement, too. And that's generally what them motherfuckers do. They kill a brother, and they kill a brother, and and before they can get fired and lose their pension, they quit. And they can go to another state or another city in the same state, get another job as the police. And they check them, oh, you just killed a nigga over there? Yeah, <laughs> come on over here. We got some niggas over here we want to get rid of, too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the way they think. I don't know if they said, but that, they think like that. It was just like that motherfucker that stood up on the hood of that car and uh, shot and killed that brother and that sister. And I think he he had to reload his goddamn gun nine or ten times because he shot 80 or 90 bullets through the front window there and they didn't have no gun, they didn't have shit. Only thing happened is they car backfired. They car backfired. And it was 50, 60 police cars after them because they car backfired. And then this motherfucker stand up on the hood of the car and kill him dead. Shoot him 60, 70, 80 times. And they said that was all right, right here in Cleveland. And just like that little 12-year-old boy had the toy gun. And the cops shot him and killed him. Ain't nothing happened to him either. And but that's that's the way they go. And they always, well, the, according to policy, according to policy. Yeah, well, it's just like when they say all men are created equal.
That don't go for us. When they wrote that goddamn shit, we wasn't even human. They didn't consider us men or women. You know, although they were fucking the women, they were fucking a whole lot of black women. And uh, but they didn't consider them human anyway. But I mean, them white motherfuckers, they fuck everything. They fuck their own kids. They fuck dogs, cows. It don't make no difference. They fuck one another. It don't make no difference. And and speaking of that, it's man, it's just it's just something. I I remember all the times that I read in the Bible about uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. And reading that book and then seeing what's going on right here in this country. That's the uh, only thing about it. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know back then in the Bible it say uh, all them people come there and uh, the angels that were supposed to be then came from heaven, they was at uh dude's house, and uh, people come up from uh, the town, and they say, send them uh, men out here. We want to fuck them. And the guy said, well, wait a minute. I'll let you have my daughter. Don't mess with these guys. I'll give you my daughter. Y'all can fuck up. Uh, we don't want your daughter. We want them men, them two men you got in there. That's who we want to fuck. And and that's the way it is right here in America. They got it right now, goddammit. Is and I mean it's people in my family, they they the same goddamn way. I don't know about the dudes. I, I don't know about the dudes in my family. I don't even fuck with the dudes in my family, but the women in my family, they fucked up too. It's a couple cool ones I guess, but yeah, they fucked up too. They and everybody said, well, I don't care. I don't care if a dude suck a dick or take a dick in his ass. I don't care. I was, That's him. Well, I mean, yeah, that's him. And But, yeah, and I don't really care either, but I know he better not come bring his puss ass around me, <laughs> you know. And and the women, the women, man, the women is a motherfucker, they... And black women, I know white women started this dumbass shit, and the black women picked it up. Then the Mexican women and Spanish women and the, now the Chinese women, all them picked it up. They want the they want the man to be the bitch. <laughs> they want the man to be the bitch, and uh, and I don't know what they want to be, but the only time they gonna be. What God made them to be is when they call the police on the dude. Now they the woman. Now they weak. You call the police. Well, he hit me. He hit me. And I, you know, I, he hit me. All right, bitch. Well, you was tough. <laughs> you was tough. And then, and he let you get away with that shit. And then, when he get enough, and pop your motherfucking ass. And now you're going to call the police. Now you're going to be a bitch like you're supposed to be. Man, 
Yeah, this is fucked up. That's just like this hole that was on TV today at the goddamn trial. This bitch gonna try to cry. And <laughs> she gonna, I mean, she, now that's what brothers should do. They bust a brother for shooting somebody, he should get on the side. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> I did, I'm sorry. He should do that too. And then if he shoots somebody, uh, even if he pull a robber and he had to shoot somebody, he shoot somebody, he, oh, sure, I didn't mean to shoot him, I didn't mean to shoot him, oh, man, I didn't mean to shoot him. <laughs> that, that's what brothers should start doing, getting on the stand, yeah, let me testify, tell the lawyer, let me testify. I want to tell you, get up there and just cry, put, put some, grow your, Grow your fingernails a little long and then take a couple of little onions, put some onion juice up on your, your fingernails. And then when you get up to stand, rub your fingernail across your eyes, make the tears come. And get up there and cry like a motherfucking bitch. Just like that son bitch did up there in Kenosha. And he didn't cry either, but I mean, he, he didn't shed a tear. This whole today didn't shed a goddamn tear. She's just blinking her motherfucking eye. She's just blinking her motherfucking eyes trying to cry. She couldn't cry with her cold, bloody motherfucking eye. Like, no, her eyes ain't like uh, Trump. Her eyes is like Bush. That's who she got eyes like. Goddamn Bush, like the the one of them motherfucking cowboys on the dry plains in, in Kansas or Oklahoma, some goddamn where well on his horse. Yeah, but it's, man, it's something, and I'm just talking, my, like I said, my computer fucked up, and I'm just trying to see if my phone uh, will catch this here, what I'm saying, so I'm going to stop right here and uh, see if... Uh, See if this recorded. I hope it did. If it did, then I'm going to get back with the program. Anyway, I'll catch y'all later.